0: Good morning, afternoon, and evening, everyone. Welcome to the game week 19 mini pod of the FPL Wire. It's just me today. Bucker is still in New Year's mode, and late riser has been furiously on the phone trying to convince FPL Towers to let him have 11 Manchester United players in his team. With Chelsea's double coming, I didn't want to leave you guys hanging. I thought we'll just do a quick six to eight minute video with my thoughts on Chelsea, Man City, and the double, etc. So. Let's go with this. It's the first time I'm doing a solo video. So bear with me if I lose my train or thought, randomly start fumbling. But I just wanted to like put my thoughts across in a short video. didn't want to leave you guys completely stranded. So let's talk Chelsea first. To keep it short, hard avoid. We started off well against Bournemouth last week, but now we this was the first game without James and it's a proper game away to Forest. We were horrible. Nothing in defense, nothing in attack. We cannot defend or attack without our right wing back. We registered, I think, 0.94 xG. Just two big chances. Sterling's goal was very lucky. It was one of the two big chances. So up top, I think even Havertz, the problem with him is he kept drifting out wide a lot, not really occupying central positions. And I think... He might even be played at number 10, going forward with Aubameyang playing center forward. I think Sterling gets shifted out to the left. Ziyech was quite good when he came on, so I think he's going to be playing on the right wing. Mount is a hard avoid. I could easily see him getting benched. I really think if you have the choice, I would avoid all Chelsea attackers altogether. Looking in defense, if you have Kepa, it's obviously a hold, but Don't even think about captaining him. I don't think we're going to get clean sheets. So it's just going to be playing for safe points. Thiago Silva should start both games in the double. I think he'll get his rest in the FA Cup. But I think the game right after, I think the Fulham game, three days later, we have Palace. So you start worrying about his minutes again. It's a week-to-week problem. Thiago Silva is a hard avoid. Azpilicueta should be in a retirement home. They were constantly targeting his side. And we really need some creativity at fullback, So I think it's very soon that Chilwell is going to get back into the team. Kukurela offers nothing going forward. So again, he is one I would avoid. So to keep it short, if you have your Chelsea guys, I would stick. But let's say if you have somebody like a Foden and you want to move him on, I wouldn't bother buying Mount. I would probably just move on to an Arsenal guy. I think the Arsenal guys offer much, much better value. I'm very down on Chelsea at the minute. I think Fulham are going to absolutely bash us and City will as well. Right. Let's move on to the next topic for Fulham. First of all, should we buy Mitrovic with the suspension hanging over him? I still think he's a bit of a must-have. Leicester are under pressure to pick up points. They've lost both their games. So I think they will be quite attacking at home. And then it's a London derby where Fulham will fancy themselves against Chelsea. Andreas, if you don't have him, it's a bit trickier. I wouldn't necessarily spoil a five-man midfield just to squeeze in Andreas. I don't think he gets big scores. He probably ticks around with 5, six, ten. Somebody like a or Martinelli could probably match him. And I don't want to sell somebody like Almiron who still offers good value. <coughs> Sorry. Who to sell is a bit tricky. If you have somebody like a Marshall or Darwin. But I think I would still sell Marshall even though he has the appealing fixture at home to Bournemouth. No side has allowed opponents more shots than Brentford over the last six game weeks and they're likely without Tony. I think Frank is lying a little bit about Tony's availability. I don't think Tony is going to play. So, I still wouldn't be wanting to get rid of Darwin. The thing with Marshall, he started the last two games and the Bournemouth game is only about like 72 hours after Wolves. So, I don't think he's going to play 90. They maybe get 60 to 65. And I think Mitrovic is a better asset to hold long term. So, I'd still be okay with getting Marshall out. But... You have to be prepared that could backfire. If you have someone like Enketia, it's a bit trickier. But I think I would still do it because Metro's ceiling is quite high over the next two games. Next question is relating to Reese James. If you have him in your team, do you move him on this week or do you wait for the doubles announcements, which might come in game week 20? And I think if you don't have Luke Shaw on your team already, I would make the move this week, even for a hit, as that hit will likely pay off. I really like what I'm seeing from Luke Shaw in terms of body language, confidence, and I have to sadly admit that Man United are now an elite defense. The numbers have been incredible. And my thinking with defensive assets is like we mentioned on the last spot is you prioritize players from good defenses that have attacking potential. So let's say even we find out in game week 20 that Brighton have a double in 21. I still wouldn't be bringing any Brighton defenders just because they have a double. The defender you buy is likely going to be in your team and you're going to need him for the next 10-12 to 12 game weeks. So look longer term rather than just doubles. If you already have Shaw in your team, it's a bit trickier because the next best pick I think is Botman and it's not really a great entry point this week with a fixture against Arsenal. So I'd probably hold off on that. I wanted to talk about captaincy a little bit. I don't think it's as simple as just picking Mitrovic. With a double, I think Man City will be a wounded animal after falling further behind Arsenal. And if they score early, the Stamford Bridge crowd could turn very poisonous. It would be a very negative atmosphere. Similar to what we saw last year under Solskjaer when Liverpool scored early. And Chelsea cannot afford to sit back and just go full defence at home. They will have to come out and attack. So City are going to get plenty of spaces there. And Haaland's EO will still be around 160-180%. So, like, let's say he gets a big score there and Mitrovic gets booked in the first game. You could again see a huge swing in rank. So, that's up to you to weigh up the risk. I am currently on Haaland, but I think I will sway to Mitrovic just for the upside there because the ceiling is high for Mitrovic over the two games. He could easily get braces against Leicester and against Chelsea. Just wanted to touch upon City assets Foden and Cancelo after their benchings now in two games and I'll keep it brief. I think Foden needs to go even with the likely double in game week 20. There are too many other mids right now that are offering similar potential at Arsenal. You have Rashford, etc. So many other teams that are delivering consistently. But if you can afford to bench him this week and play somebody like Andreas, I don't mind that. If Foden does get back in and he does well against Chelsea, you could see him starting the two games in the double, which are big games. He might go call on Foden there. But if you are looking to move Foden on, do not buy somebody like a mount. Rather move to an Arsenal mid or somebody with more secure potential long term. Cancelo is a little bit trickier. I think his benching is more to do with his lack of fitness post the World Cup. Despite comments Pep said made about his body language being bad and all that stuff. I think he still will start at Stamford Bridge. There's a decent shout for a clean sheet. So I would still look to play him. I don't think you have to sell him right away. Give it another week to see because if he does start against Chelsea, I think he's probably one of the better assets in the double. In terms of our teams, I've already done the James to Luke Shaw transfer right now ahead of the price rise. I'm waiting on the Marshall to Mitrovic move in case of any press conference curveballs. Bucker has already done Marshall to Mitrovic and he told me he was possibly going to do James to Shaw as well. Pranil will probably buy another 4 5 Manchester United players. He's not made any moves yet. So that's where we are. I'll repeat it again Chelsea are awful don't tear up your team to buy Chelsea players, don't captain Chelsea players and that's about it from me if you have any other further questions please you can ask them on our discord, you can ask them in the comments and while we are here please don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. So I kept that video short, I hope you found that useful, I hope I didn't fumble and mumble about too much. Thanks for joining us and I'll see you again next week when normal schedule resumes.